At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome, everyone, to SI Media with Jimmy Trainer. Thank you so much for listening. We have a phenomenal, phenomenal end-of-year show. We've been doing this now with my buddies Peter Schrager and Andrew Perloff. We get together for a roundtable at the end of every year and talk about the year in sports, the year in media, the year in pop culture. Schrager and Perloff are always very entertaining. I know a lot of you have asked if we were going to do this again because we've done it for the last three or four years. So that's this show here, last uh, SI Media with Jimmy Trainer podcast in 2023. Before we get to it, just a quick reminder. Last week, if you missed it over Christmas, hope you guys had a nice Christmas. We did an all Train of Thoughts mailbag edition with Sal Akata. You guys sent in a bunch of great questions on sports media, non-sports media. So uh, we did that last week, two weeks ago. We had a bonus pod also with AEW wrestler MJF, which was great. Two weeks ago, Andrew Marshan was on the pod. We've had Seth Rollins from the WWE, Booger McFarlane, Mike Tirico all recent guests on SI Media with Jimmy Trainer. So if you missed any of those, give them a listen, subscribe to the pod, and leave a review on Apple. All right, it's the 2023 year-end SI Media podcast extravaganza with Peter Schrager and Andrew Perloff right here, right now on SI Media with Jimmy Trainer. All right, joining me now, this is now either the third or fourth annual. I meant to look it up and forgot. I am a terrible host. That's how bad this is. It's either the third or fourth annual end of year SI Media podcast extravaganza where I bring on two of my buddies, two pillars in sports media from Good Morning Football and Fox, Peter Schrager, and from the Maggie and Perloff show on CBS Sports Radio, Andrew Perloff. Fellas, thank you for doing this. Yet again, does anyone know third or fourth year? No idea. Definitely, definitely did it during COVID. I remember being in my hovel of like a you know children's bedroom recording it. So that was 2020. Yeah. So I'd say this is yeah. 2021, 2022. I'd say this is the uh, fourth year. I think so yeah, too. I, I get a lot of reaction off of this. I don't know if you guys do. I have to be very careful. 
Very careful because we all have friends in the media. Jimmy, I don't know how you do this on a week to week basis. Criticize the media. It must be tough. He doesn't criticize. Jimmy has on Robert Griffin to talk for 60 minutes about Robert Griffin. And then we'll say the next week, like, I think Robert Griffin's really good at like TV and media. Like, it's not, he doesn't criticize. You know how Jimmy and plays if, the game, Andrew. Don't oh, talk to NBC if I criticize. <laughs> oh, and you're sitting there uh, just breaking apart Roger Goodell's every move there, Peter. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Jimmy had on McAfee. Good, for the good, next good morning footballs. Jimmy had McAfee yeah, on. Good morning. hundred tweets were just how amazing McAfee is. I'm like, Jimmy, it's okay. It's okay. We get it. He did you a solid. It's all right, bro. You don't, th- you don't have to do anything. It's good. We Ooh. understand. It's good. good. Good morning football is the only show in America that doesn't think the NFL has a ref problem. So relax. Relax. Darius Tony was offside. What are we complaining about? Yeah. Right. <laughs> he, you know what's crazy about that? If they don't call that penalty, I mean, it was a penalty, but forget that. Forget not that. Let's say Tony was not offsides. Mm-hmm. Like, how, especially you, Shrakes, being the NFL guy, like, yeah, yeah. how would that Kelsey play? Like, that's the play of the year and across every yes. sport, right? Yeah, dude, it had the crazy symmetry that no one discussed the next day. I brought it up, but Frank Wycheck died that morning mm. at 52 in the most legendary play of the 90s might have been Frank Wycheck and the Music City Miracle. He happens to right. suddenly f- pass away in the morning and then in the evening against the Bills. Travis Kelsey does the same exact thing to Tony as he's darting down the sidelines like he's Kevin Dyson. And scores, it would have been such a ridiculous, like eerie slash sentimental, like tribute to wide check. And then it's all for naught. And we end up talking about, you know, I think Goodell had the quote at the owners' meetings the next week. He's like, you know, we complain about, I'll paraphrase my boss, but we, uh, we complain about all the missed calls, all the missed calls. They actually got that call right. I don't know what you want. Like, it's just whether they right. want to call it or not. Well, right. my co-host Maggie Gray is a Bills fan, Jimmy. You know, she said it had been like eighth play that against the Bills it would have a nickname. You know, Music City Miracle, a Wide Right, 13 <laughs> Seconds. Good. Like they're a nickname-worthy beating <laughs> team. She, and Bills fans were elated that they didn't add to the lore. But the thing about it, if I ever feel lonely or I need that little that little hit of getting 100 likes on a tweet, I just rip the NFL officials. And it's like party time, USA. Dopamine. Yeah, dopamine. I do the Kevin James meme. I'll do any. I just put it on. It's like <laughs> quick 1K likes. Like, yeah, I did it. I got it. I, I still don't even know what that meme means. Like, I still I to this even, day have it. no idea it. what it means. Just oh, what yeah. it's for, why it exists. I don't still don't know. Sneaky, what what bothers me about the Kelsey <laughs> play is like, I feel like th- there was no analysis of because of what happened. Like, don't really analyze. Like, I still don't understand how he had the time to see Tony and then make that throw. Like, but there was no breakdown of it because all everyone wanted to do was talk about the offside. So it was a bummer. Yeah. I mean, if you want a lot of likes, just tweet anytime in the afternoon. You don't even have to watching football. What is roughing the passer anyway? Question mark. I don't even have to watch a game. And boom, bring in the likes. <laughs> right. and, and you could also tweet, um, there's no dumber rule in sports than when it's a touchback when the ball goes out of bounds in the end zone. That's a thousand likes easily too. That's it. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to recap the year 2023. Talk about some sports media stuff, some regular sports stuff, some pop culture stuff. Here's what I wanted to ask you guys off the top. I'm pretty sure I know the answer for Perloff. Okay. So we're all NFL guys. Obviously, Schrager, we don't, and I know Perloff is NFL. I'm, in a, I'm pretty sure Perloff, your second favorite sport is the NBA easily. 
Well, do you college football is a different sport because I'm college football is moving up on the NBA. I'm going to be totally honest. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Shregs, if you had to pick a second favorite sport behind the NFL, NBA, you, what is it? NBA hardcore okay. and especially um, post NFL season. So like as much as I, I couldn't get into the in-game tournament, too much stuff was going on, but like NBA playoffs, like I am, I will stay up late. I'll be up till 1am right. watching, you know, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, you know? Right. All right. So, Let's start with this. What did you what do you guys think the biggest most important NFL story of 2023 has been so far? Peter, you Either go first. Of, Peter, go first. NFL or sports story? NFL and then we'll do non-NFL. I figured we'd break it down. That's why I asked you that question. Mine is not a a flash on the pan. Mine is a full long year of Aaron Rodgers coverage. Mm-hmm. I think it started with the darkness retreat, it quickly went to the Jets recruitment when, without having him on the roster yet, went out to Malibu and foolishly uh, alerted you know, people that they were going to Malibu. So there was paparazzi catching them, leaving his home in Malibu to the actual uh, you know announcement on McAfee itself, with, which felt like it was, you know. You know, it was like a fireside chat with FDR. Like it felt like it was, uh, you know, Frost Nixon. The way that that was treated, I think that thing broke the internet. I think that got McAfee, whatever you know, he ended up getting from ESPN. That was like the the final uh, kiss on the on the cherry on top, or whatever you want to call it, because that was like the one event I remember everyone watching at once as a as a nation um, to the trade, and then you add in the summer of hope with the Jets. I got to be uh, right there as a fly on the wall. I, you know, NFL Network sent me as a part of this, you know, back to back to football Saturday or Sunday weekend. You know, the NFL, mm-hmm. they'll make a tent pole something out of everything. So we decided we arbitrarily were like, all right, on this weekend you know, in July, we're going to send all our people everywhere. We're going to launch NFL Plus officially. So like the first thing on NFL Plus was my interview with Rogers, where fresh off the Sean Payton quotes, he told Sean Payton with me. You know, keep my keep my coach Nathaniel Hackett's name out of your mouth, and I'm like, all right, we're uh-huh. off and running, and like, and then hard knocks, and then the injury, and then the speculation that's just carried off ever since. So, I'm gonna say the Rogers story was the biggest NFL story because he actually left Green Bay and he actually got to the Big Apple. And I know it seems like distant memory now, but when he was going to those Knicks games and the Rangers games and the Broadway plays, and he was at Carbone with Zach Wilson and he was at Carbone with Sauce Gardner and there was paparazzi like gosh it he was playing every card right in this media he had him wrapped around his finger I think he even converted his biggest haters and skeptics during hard knocks and then it all comes crashing down with the injury and now we're left uh, you know we're ending the year with you know shock jocks on stations I don't even know like calling him out for getting a fullback cut so that he could stay on the <laughs> active the full Aaron Rodgers experience in every single way and it looks like he's not going to play after all but like the speculation that he might if the Jets were good enough to I think that's a roundabout answer to just saying Rodgers was the story of the NFL this year and he only took four snaps by the way Peter you made hard knocks you know that interview not only did it become national news when it happened. Then you were there in hard knocks and the high def NFL films was totally awesome. I was digging it. Trust me. Anytime I see my face on national TV, uh, I get a little, I get a little excited. There you go. I'm an egomaniac. Andrew, what about you? Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers thing. We, I'm on CBS sports radio goes out all over the country, six to 10 AM shameless plug. 
The Aaron Rodgers thing, there was fatigue about it. And I do think, uh, let's get real here. There's a lot of Jets fans in the media who make a lot of noise about Aaron Rodgers, mainly Mike Greenberg and Rich Eisen. And there's a New York flavor to this. I think the rest of the country was a little bit less into the Jets than New York was into the Jets, which makes perfect sense because everyone likes their local team. I mean, Rodgers is a is a one A. It is the biggest story of the year. I am going to go off script immediately. My second story is I'll tell you what does get calls. Dak Prescott. Now, I know that is, and it's a year-long story. So Dak throws the two picks against the Niners. All Dak does all of last year is hit guys between the numbers, bounces in the air, and the defense gets it. So I spent all summer listening to people tell me how terrible Dak Prescott was. Now, Dak Prescott's good, and the same people who are saying how terrible he is are saying, oh, my God, how could Cam Newton call him a system quarterback? Well, you called him a terrible quarterback just four months ago. So we get so much reaction to Dak. Then he gets on Mike going, yeah, here we go. I feel like the Dak Prescott is always going to talk about how to get likes, how to get phone calls on Sports Talk Radio uh, show. Just ask how good Dak Prescott is. And I feel like the Cowboys obviously are always number one because of their popularity. To me, Dak has been a huge story this year. Jimmy, can I interject here? Yes, go ahead. Travis and Taylor is right up there with both of those. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a good one. You disagree? You disagree? Oh. Uh, I totally disagree. I well, agree. It's not a legitimate NFL story. I agree with that, by the way. Like, I wish you'd you said Aaron Rodgers, he said Dak Prescott. I, for me, and it's sort of flown under the radar until recently, and now it's getting a lot of hype, but the end of Bill Belichick in New England. Right on. I think, I don't know. I, it's such I'm a slow bo- drip, though. It's such a slow drip because it's been so bad this season that like every week it's, what's his future? Well, Tom Curran had something. Mm. NBC local, but then Ian Rappaport had something that said, well, maybe not like it's such a slow right. drip. And it's, there's no it's news. a slow drip. It's a slow drip. And it's sort of the opposite of what you have, what you had said with the jets and Aaron Rodgers, where everything was being leaked 24 seven, the Patriots, you don't know anything about the Patriots organization. They, they mm-hmm. keep everything quiet. Um, but to me, I, I hate the discussion that, you know, Belichick, is nothing without Brady. I think that's completely not fair. And I think whatever the breakdown is in Brady versus Belichick in terms of who's more responsible for all those rings, I think when you've had the career Bill Belichick has had in New England, like he should be able to go out on his own. Like I, I'm, I'm going to be fascinated to see the wording and how you know Bob Kraft's not to come out, not going to come out and be like he's fired. They'll say you know it's time to move on, parting of the whatever it is. But for Bill Belichick. To get fired, like Brandon Staley's a guy who should be fired. Bill Belichick should not be fired. Like it's, I the divorce is going to be fascinating to see hmm. when I, it happens. Uh, you know, this is kind of what I do for a living. I would yeah. say this: there, there's been an expectation there that the end is near, and I think it will be amicable. And I think the question is just how it ends, and I don't think it's going to be. Um, I don't think there's going to be any acrimony, if that makes sense. I feel like this is mm. in the works and there's a big lead up. It's not like he's going to it's not like they're going to go eight and nine and lose in the last week. And then the next day, it's like Black Monday. Like, what do we do? Like, this has been a conversation for weeks, for months. And I, I've heard others say it. I do believe there are three people that know Belichick, Jonathan Kraft, Robert Kraft, because I know a lot of people in that building. And they'll ask me and be like, well, what are you hearing? I'm like, what am I hearing? What are you hearing? Like, well, we're not hearing anything. So um, <laughs> and, and Tom, and Cur- this is Tom Curran's comp- as good a local guy and as good at Patriots beat in like 20 years. Like he is the guy if someone's going to report it. Um, so I don't <laughs> doubt his report. 
that there's obviously conversations. Let me ask you this based on sources and what you know. It's very anti-Belichick to maybe like have it announced. I don't know if their last game is at home or on the road, but you'd think they'd want to have some sort of send off or final goodbye before their last home game. That's not his style. Like, do you think the season ends and then the week after the season ends, they announce they're moving on. There's no goodbye from the Patriots fan after he won a million Super Bowls. They're like, it, it, it's going to be weird. It wasn't for Brady. Thing. It wasn't yeah. for right. Brady. Brady right, lost on true. Logan Ryan pick six against the Titans on a forgettable Saturday night playoff game. No. And then he never played. It will be great. Again. It'll be yeah. great for the NFL if Belichick goes to a new team, right? You know, starting Wait, next what? season. Won't that immediately become the story? What's his next team? Will there yeah. be a trade? Right. He can Absolutely. do the uh, on to Las Vegas or whatever, just like on to Cincinnati. I think he's. I think as yeah. we record this, he's 17 games behind yeah. Don Shula for the mm. record. Now, the stalking horse there, the stalking horse behind him, Andy Reid's like 20 games behind that maybe, and like Whoa. there's a chance that Belichick devotes his entire next two years to getting this record, and then in a year later, like Reid just blows right by him with Mahomes. You know, when I was a kid, yeah. I would never thought Tom Landry would ever. Be a losing coach and get fired by the Cowboys. Vince Lombardi, Washington. Yep. It always year. ends ugly, dude. It always ends yep. ugly. It always ends, you know, Emmett Smith in a Cardinals uniform. Not always, but most times. All right. I like that we had three different answers there. Now, do you guys want to, you have a biggest or favorite non NFL sports story from 2023 that stood out to you that you'd like to mention? Go ahead, Perloff. I'm going to go chalk uh, since Peter got Aaron Rodgers in the NFL. I agree with Sports Illustrated. Deion Sanders was the biggest story of this year. Now, I think it's complicated. I don't think he was the biggest sports story necessarily, but he symbolized everything going on with college football. NIL, transfer portal, celebrity. He brought this program that was terrible. You know, brought in 69 guys. And he also showed, you know, you're a media podcast, really showed a lot about the media. You had the game where Gus Johnson was openly rooting for him against Caleb Williams at USC. <laughs> It just it spoke to so much that is happening in sports. There were so many distractions with it. I've never seen a story where what was actually happening on the field was so layered with so many other layers. And then Keenan Thompson went on Saturday Night Live and just gutted the whole Dion experience, saying, "Yeah, we're the best team in the country." And Colin Jost on the weekend update said, "Yeah, but you're three and three. He's like, "Yeah, uh, he was acting like he was undefeated." There's just lunacy around Dion early in the season. And I, I've never seen a story like this. And I think the impact is just starting to get felt. And I'm, I'm a sucker, too. I was totally into it. Got to be honest. Um, I think we all were. And I think the college football is where my head goes, too. I go to a couple months later. But the whole Michigan scandal and the way people mm. were taking sides. And then you had this like open, strange part where, Jimmy, again, you're a sports media podcast. You had guys like Eisen and you have guys like... Schefter and Tracy Wolfson and they're Michigan alums and Taylor Lewan is all over Barstool and he's one and Dave Portnoy is a big voice in Barstool and he's one and then it became this like Michigan us against the world and Harbaugh's a good guy and then you've got all the Ohio State people who whether it be you know the Albert Breers or the people who just in general just root for Ohio State you know calling it as a different way and it's, it's it all it for me as someone now my wife went to Michigan so I'll give that as a full mm. disclosure but like it all just felt icky I'm like I don't and then like the coach was crying and it was like how'd you do it coach I don't so they're playing in a big bowl game Harbaugh's back the whole thing I it just I hated that it wasn't about the kids it wasn't about the football and that seems to be 
college athletics right now. So I'm pretty cool just being in the NFL and talking about what's going on over there. Plus, you also have like the complete disbandment of the Pac-12, which is you yeah. could have actually went there. I'm going to I'm going to go with baseball here. And this is definitely a New York heavy thing. But I think the Texas Rangers winning the World Series is something that not a lot of people pay attention to. But here's what I like about that. Go on. Everyone thinks if you have the highest payroll, you're going to win a World Series. Everyone thinks if you buy the best free agents, you're going to have the. It doesn't work that way, especially. See, I think with baseball, 162 games, you need a high payroll to get in the playoffs. Once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. So, like, we're seeing, like, the Dodgers giving Shohei Otani $700 million is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Now, it's not dumb from the standpoint of business and branding and marketing. But I was under the impression that if you own a baseball team, the goal is to win a World Series. I was wrong because it's all really about marketing and branding. But if you want to win a World Series, you give a player $700 million, you have to win like three World Series minimum in 10 years for that contract to be justified. And guess what? The money does not make you win a World Series. Who? There is not one person on the face of the earth whether they like baseball or not, who thought the two teams in the World Series were going to be the Diamondbacks and Rangers. That unpredictability is good for a sport. And that it wasn't shows even you the finals. That, I think I think it was Astros Rangers, dude. You don't even have the teams right. Oh, the NLCS, whatever. The, no one thought the Diamondbacks <laughs> were going to get there. No one, but the Rangers, no one thought the Texas Rangers were going to win the World Series. All right, and that's good? That was the story of the, of the year? Non- I thought no, you were going to say something. It, like it some was, wrestling and you're story. wrong. It was the Diamondbacks. So you're yeah, correct. Yeah, by the way, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're wrong. You're wrong, Jimmy. Jimmy, they're not, the like they're, they're not the team in Hoosiers. What? They have Max Scherzer. What do you? Uh, what, how do he you didn't pay even that? They didn't even pit. They didn't. That that just enhances my point. They didn't even pellet. They didn't even play. They were both hurt. I can't get out of this conversation quicker. What's next? Jimmy yeah, wants you don't to do even baseball. know what you <laughs> Call up John Heyman. I don't, what do you want from me? I don't oh. want anything from you. I'm just telling you what I think. I don't want anything from you. Wait, um, wait, wait. So you don't think that the Taylor Swift story is a big deal, but you think the uh, – I'm just curious. I thought the you – I don't, I, don't, was the story I, don't, of the I don't I don't think the Taylor Swift story is, a, is an NFL story. Oh, okay. I hear you. That's saying. all. It's a pop so, culture story so and it's a nonsense it, story, but it has nothing. You said Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, and Bill Belichick. And then you say Taylor Swift. It has, it's not a football. When we story. say Taylor Swift's name on Good Morning Football, the responses are vitriolic. Oh, people get mad at you still? Oh, get that out of our show. Get that out of your mouth. We don't want to hear it. And it's not about Taylor Swift. It's to your point, Jimmy. People are watching Good Morning Football. They want to hear about the Jaguars Bucks game. They don't want to mm. hear about. About Taylor Swift's new ditty. <laughs> Listen, I I could go on about this for 17 hours, but you guys mentioned Aaron Rodgers, Dion, Taylor Swift. I mean, the story is what a complete embarrassment the media is. That's what the story is, but I don't want to get... It's too heavy. Do you think the media is exploiting Taylor Swift by showing her on the screen and just trying to get a new audience and trying to click off... Ex you know, exploiting is viewers? absolutely not the right word. That it, No, the, not exploiting... They're losing their minds for no. It's embarrassing. It's emb when a, a when a player in the Chiefs scores a touchdown who isn't Travis Kelsey, and they cut to her. It's how about on the Kadarius Tony penalty? They showed her before they told you what the flag was. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. 
I have the to media think has embarrassed metrics, itself. I have to think these directors have been doing this for a hundred years. Like Rich Russo's Fox's director. I don't know who CBS is or ESPN's. They've been like Russo's been doing. I have to think that there is empirical data that like this this is good. I think because I think a lot of new viewers are watching and they enjoy. Yeah, I don't. Casual I don't believe that for a second. It. Yeah, I don't believe that. I, I do. I think there are some lunatic Taylor Swift fans who are watching Chiefs games. Yes, but do I think someone is going to order Peacock and watch Bills Chargers on Saturday night, the night before, because Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey? No. I mean, can we use our brains and just have a little common sense? Yeah, but Jimmy, come on. First of all, they've shown restraint the second half of the season. If anything, I agree. I yeah, they haven't gone as heavily. Yeah, you I mean, know why? Because he hasn't played well. That's why. Well, I love when they go to Bradley Cooper at Eagles games. There's fun to see celebrities at games. Look at uh, a Knicks game. I, I think I'm not, she's just the I'm biggest not celebrity. Saying they don't, I'm not saying they shouldn't go to her. If she's in the suite and he scores a touchdown, of course they should show her. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about throughout the whole game for no reason. There she is. Like, <laughs> it's what's a the point? love story. Baby, just say yes. Is that it's how it goes? But, uh, but I understand. Is that wrong? What, but I think the but wrong I've compared this. But this, it rem I've written this. It reminds me so much of the Super Bowl. The networks are not interested in the three of us. We're watching the game no matter what. Yeah. Okay. They could, no matter what they do, they could put the game on at 3 p.m., 3 o'clock in the morning, and they could make it, you know, you can only watch the game if your left leg is on your chair, and we're going to sit there and we're going to watch it. They don't care. Jimmy, about can I give us. you some They're advice? Trying to get the fringe fan. Can what? I give you some advice? Shake it off. Shake it yeah. off. I mean, again, just embarrassing. <laughs> like, embarrassing. Um, Hey, Jimmy. All right. Yeah. Can Shelby real quick? Can I get in here? Yeah. It's Go you. Ahead. It's me. Yeah. I'm the problem. Mm -hmm. It's me. I don't even know the words. Yeah. Can Shelby go back and auto tune this to make us sound better? Is that possible? No. No. You embarrass yourself. I'm going to leave it in. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. 
Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, this could lead right into the next topic, which is okay. the, me- the media stories of the year. The sports media stories of the year. Now, you're both biased because you work in media, so we have to take everything yeah. you say with a grain of salt. But is there anything, is there a story, a show, a pr- anyone you want to shout out? I'll, I'll go first since you guys are thinking. Yeah. This is, your, this is got, your niche, dude. I've got two things that need to be discussed. One is the split personality of Stephen A. Smith. Yes, he gets very blue first, at night, right? <laughs> oh, blue. No, blue is nothing. It, it's, it's like it should be on the Spice Channel, his podcast. Does that still exist? I don't even know. He's I used to have giving the out scramble, like the scramble channel just listening. Yes, go on. He's giving advice on like what positions you should be doing, what you, d- d- turnoffs, turn-ons, breasts, butts, like, and then he's on first take screaming about <laughs> Nikola Jokic. Like, <laughs> what is what is going on? Like, I think I actually think he's setting himself up to like leave ESPN and do like a late night show. Like, he's yeah. clearly setting. Can I it ask up, a naive question, which is fine. But where does that? I just wanted to. Where's that Stephen A. Smith thing air? Where's it air? It's because a, I see the clips. YouTube. It's, it's, a, it's a podcast. It's on YouTube. No, no. Okay. YouTube. It's a, it's a podcast. Yeah. It's our company. But Odyssey does it. It's great. What great he podcast. discusses is off the charts. Yeah. It's amazing. But you All know right. what, though? He leans a little blue on it. Uh, anyone on ESPN, he'll say something a little off color. Not really. Not. But I'm not, not like surprised. It's like, yeah, not like that. What's the other one? Not like this. What was the other one? I like that. Um, And the other one is I do think I, I get a very, I, I get a sense and it's really happened a lot in the last couple of months, but it seems like there's a, a really big athlete versus media reckoning coming. Mm. Like Micah Parsons this week doesn't want to be criticized from the me, from the media by the media. Excuse me. Um, you know, we're all of these athletes. Now the Kelsey's Paul George, they all have our own pot, their own podcast. They put the narrative out there that they want. They don't need the media. And it just seems like, oh, Greg Popovich telling fans not to boo. Yeah, Cam Newton, that was the one from reason. Like, it does seem like it's going in a bad direction. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's not, it's not pretty right now. Yeah, but it hasn't uh, always, it's always been like fine that. with it. The yeah, but the difference the now is no. The difference now is athletes have their own platform to fight back, tell their mm. own, like Cam yeah, Newton and cool. Michael. Like, I mean, I do think I'm okay with that. Why? I mean, to me, it's it's an open forum. Have everyone? I mean, I'm okay the with is going to rise. Like, I'm okay wants with to the shit on Orlovsky's playing career. Orlovsky's better talking about quarterbacks than all the people who criticize him. I, listen, I'm listen. I have no issue with it. I'm just saying it seems like the the athlete versus media. Mm battle is getting very more and more intense and i wonder if it's going to keep mm. getting worse because athletes seem like they don't ever want to be criticized by the media anymore that's like the big thing like how dare you criticize us so like i don't know where that's going but i also i i don't know i mean if i were a coach of an nfl team i don't know if i'd want my guys having podcasts during the season i think but that that's bird has left Whatever. the cage yeah i agree I you're that, right you know, you're it's, right it's tough you can't say you can't say boo because these you're guys right. are there's interest in it and uh yeah i'm not as i don't want to say threatened as a media guy i almost 
I almost welcome it all because it gives us more fodder. And if there's mm. an original thought, like the Cam Newton take this week was actually really well thought out. Eight minutes, mm. nine minutes. He, I, I, I it, to me, it was it was something that people responded to. Then it, you know, became a conversation about whether a well, Brock I, Purdy I, I is have, a game manager. Then B whether there's gatekeepers in the media and what that means. Because look, but I, the issue isn't that I'll Cam Newton on, had that take. The the issue isn't that Cam Newton had that take. Cam Newton then gets annoyed if people disagree with the take. Well, if you're going to yeah. put a take out there on a podcast, people are allowed to disagree with you. Sure. Yeah. Former athletes like the, don't take criticism as well. That's a fact. But that's okay, too. I, and current. Yeah. I don't take I mean, criticism look, well either. Honestly, when someone comes at me, well, that's I get, true. In my mm. or, I do. I think a lot of us right, do but, in the media. So, like, but, but you know, if you took a shot at is, Mike Greenberg, I'm sure he'd be upset, too. My only point is if you're going to put out opinions and takes, which you're entitled to and mm. you should do, People are going to disagree. You can't just yeah. be like, "Oh my God, I, I'm," you know, "you're not, you don't have the right to disagree with me." I mean, you know, yeah, it's. But as they get older, they're like Micah Parsons going to get closer to actually being in the media. I think he'll chill out a little bit because, like, like Richard Sherman was combative as a player, and then went into the media immediately. I think like Parsons, when he gets older, will realize it's a game. Right. Like you got to have back and forth, right? Well, that's he, like Doctor Doctor Aaron yeah. Rodgers knows it's a game now, so now he's just playing a game every week yeah. with McAfee. Yeah. 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 And he's amazing. <laughs> it's so he much. Actually, he knows he's, like he's, really he's strung the media. He knows how to string the media along and they fall. The dopes fall for it and write everything he says. How about related? To, how about honest Tom Brady? What do you guys think of candid Tom Brady kind of going? I can't wait for him to go to Fox. He's going to be Schrager's partner next year. I'll be working the, with him. on Fox. I'm excited. Amazing. I, That's awesome. I thought his take on the, the KZ um, suspension for the season was in real time. It was really like good. I thought his comment about quarterback play being at an all time worse is really good. Uh, Jimmy, I heard you and Sal Licata talking about it on your mailbag. Um, I don't know if it's a three-man booth. I don't know if it's a two-man booth. I, I do know that like Brady has been watching the NFL this year very closely, and I work with Gronk and Edelman, and like he sends them his notes. Like He's in it. It's mm. not like he's going to just like pop in and be like, hey, I'm Tom Brady. Let's talk about my career. Like He studies the game, so curious to see uh, what he is, but I like the fact that he's honest and candid. We'll see once... He's in the booth, whether or not um, he can do that in real time, or these are, you know, just kind of things he can kind of percolate on and do as thoughts after the fact. So, psychoanalyzing Tom Brady for a second. That thing about how quarterbacks today are not protecting the receivers, that's one finger pointing at you, four back at me. I bet you if you added up the number of concussions anybody's ever given receivers, Tom Brady has to be number one. Why do I you mean, say that? Wes Welker basically yeah, called himself on. the boss. I mean, come on, but Brady worked the middle of the field. Look at the Edelman play in the Super Bowl. Know, he right? let him right. You sound like Alex but, Smith right now. Like you're, you're outraged. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm not outraged. I, would, but, I wouldn't knock Brady. But no, no, this like, no, I, I know. Of course you wouldn't knock. Go uh, on. Yeah, I mean, of course you wouldn't knock Brady. He's your co-worker now. But come on, this Tom Brady to say that take like they were not getting guys killed back then seemed funny to me because Brady no, but all you're over the middle his point of the field. Altogether. His point is that the onus would be on them. If he got his guy Ooh. hurt, it would be he would be hanging his head and they would crush him and say, you can't throw that pass. Nowadays, it's the league oh. says, oh, he can't be going for it. Like there's nothing Casey could have done. And Casey doesn't have a bad reputation in the league. And he just lost three game checks. So I, you guys, you guys are missing the entire point of this, I think, if I may. And this is what I've been dying to talk about this. I'm so glad you brought it up. Here's what I love about this. So here you have Tom Brady. Worth, I don't know what, $500 million, maybe more. Who knows? Greatest quarterback of all time. Possibly single, possibly dating Arena Shike. <laughs> who knows what's going on? The man can literally do anything he wants in the world. And he's leaving comments on an ESPN Instagram page. 
blows me away. If you're Tom Brady, mm. why would you even have the Instagram app on your phone? You're Tom fucking Brady. You should be above leaving comments on Instagram. He's in the muck like all of us now. He's just one of us. A big Peter, loser you, like us. But Peter, you know him a little bit. He seems like a kind of down to earth guy, right? Or am I kind of seems like, like, like he, maybe he's, I not a, he's not a different. Like he floats a little bit like in that. Like mm. I, he's kind of this like celestial being. We'll see once he's grinding yeah. it he's out. Really, doing he, it. He's really he's really down to earth. He helped open the Fountain Blue last week and played <laughs> craps for Justin Timberlake. Yeah, he's I don't he's, know. He's, <laughs> I think well, he's down to earth in that like he's a guy's guy and everyone can yeah. hang out with him and everyone yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with that so, yeah like yeah. I, how many expatriates have I worked with over the years whether it be McCourty's or even like end of the roster guys and they all swear by Tom so yeah I think but I'm curious obviously it's a grind it's an 18 week season I think he'll be flying a different way than I fly I think he'll be living a different way than I live but I, you know <laughs> Doesn't matter. Week eleven, when you're going to Lambeau Field and you got to connect, you know, through an airport, and you're calling a game, and it's ten degrees, and then the next week, it's Thanksgiving, and you got to be in Detroit. Like it's a real grind. So we'll see if he's into it. All right. Can I give you, you guys? Can have, I give you one of my stories? A me sports made story. Yes, please. It's related. Yeah. I think it's been percolating for years, but the fact that there are two gatekeepers of all NFL news right now became a public thing this year. Dove Kleiman and Ari Mayroff. I hope I'm pronouncing it. And the fact that Garrett Wilson <laughs> tweeted this year, he said, I actually pulled up the tweet. I wanted to read it. He, uh, I ain't going to fake it. I thought Dove bro tweet was a news break. I was waiting for shaking my head. I don't know anything. Sorry about that. When Aaron Rodgers, he thought Aaron Rodgers signed. And all these players always quote tweet Dove Kleiman, who's an aggregator on Twitter or X. Uh, I just think it's really interesting. And then it became a big controversy because uh, my buddy's Boomer Geo made a big thing out of that they were in new york like who is dove climate just the interesting way media has changed where the gatekeepers of the news might be aggregators andrew so good I, what a comment someone put it this way to me it used to be anonymous sources we used to roll our eyes on now it's anonymous reporters like the no, amount but, of times oh i get so frustrated God. jimmy i i'll have a i'll, I'll have a I text from like a I reputable person I in the just... nfl and be like see this and it's it's a tweet from a okay. from a site I've never heard of, but like it's got sixteen hundred k likes and the players all, and it's bullshit. And I'm frustrated because I consider myself a journalist and a newsman. And like, there's other times where I'll say something on air, and I don't. I'm not one of those guys. Like, I didn't get credited, but like, it's on one of these sites, and then I'm not. You know, I'm not saying Dove in particular or any of these guys, but there's a million <laughs> of them. It's the anonymous reporters now, and we're all in the same muck of Twitter where it all just gets in the same. Now, Jimmy, you seem like you want to. You're going to yeah. contend this? Uh, to me, and Pearl, this is real. No, listen. I love that Perloff brought this up. This is why I love doing this podcast. I love that he brought that up. But this is so absurd. Because it just shows you how... The number one problem in this world is how dumb people are. It blows me away. Those guys don't report anything. Anything they tweet, they say, from Adam Schefter, from Jay Glazer, from Ian Ra They don't report anything. They always tag the person who's reporting it. So the fact that people are so dumb to think those two guys are the reporters makes me weep for this country. Let me tell you They're something. not the reporters. Let me take it They're from the reporter's side. They put side. Schefter's name on the tweet. Let me take it from the reporter's side. Oh my God! I can say if they something didn't credit on, them, listen, it would be one thing. I could say something on Fox. I'm going to give you a different side of it, and why and why it's shocking. Like I could say something on Fox NFL Kickoff, which has three million viewers. Can I just give a little plug to our show, Fox mm -hmm. Sunday mornings? We beat ESPN mm -hmm. handedly last week. Like we do. Congrats, you beat Rex good. Ryan. 
Well, we get very good numbers, and it's a real show, and it's on Fox, and it's got a huge, you know, talented cast. I'll say something, and in real time, it'll be breaking news, but it might not get the same kind of traction. If if Dove Kleinman is watching my show and posts the video of me saying it, or he reports that I said it, which I respect the hell to the fact he at least tags me and all this stuff, it'll get 20,000 views and a million different comments. So mm. they amplify news and and what Pearl's saying is right. They might not break the news, but they can kind of be the yeah. st- the the steering of the ship of like what takes I, off and what doesn't take off because every one of these players and fans follows them. The amount of Jets fans nice. that text me as real friends of life who aren't in the NFL, I'm like, did you see this? And it'll be from a source that I don't even know. Well, I, I mean, I, I would know. expect it's that from maddening. a Jet fan. They're deranged. They're not sane individuals. But like Diana, dead. Diana Rossini will will post an article on Saturdays. I think it's for her, her weekly article in the Athletic, and Dove will tweet out every nugget she has. He'll he'll credit her, and it and you know it becomes in the news cycle. And I don't know if she just posted the article and tweeted herself, if that would be the case. So there is, they have a purpose no, no. and a value. They amplify and they kind of steer what people in the, in the general population are reading. Maybe not. All right. But when, when you have someone text you look for the byline, everything they read. Well, when you have someone text you that, do you write back and say, you're an idiot. This isn't from Dove climate. It's from Adam Schefter. I, I don't. I, I, yeah. So, no. I don't, yeah. It says Adam Schefter. So, so you're like, part of the problem. You're part of the problem. But Educate people. Dove's pretty good. There's actually a couple sites that have a lot of followers that are less reliable, and a little looser. Yeah. Um, I've known Dove on DM. I don't never met. Yeah, him, but, but you're saying you know him. Yeah, I swear he's been communicating with me for me years. Um, and he's more responsible. You're right. He does credit. There are some that actually go. Uh, one that gets criticized a lot. I'll just say NFL Rookie Watch. Says some things it. on there. What is NFL rookie watch? I don't even know it. Uh, I know it because a lot of reporters. I like I that you decided to come on and give the names of the ones that That's are not okay. reputable and put out all the We're garbage. Yeah, 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 I know, one. but I didn't, yeah, I don't want. It, don't give me the names of the ones that are not good. Yeah, it's it, well. Anyway, they'll go with Lucius because, like, there was actually I don't even know who had this report. But remember the report that uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. was offered twenty five million yes. to stay at Ohio State. That was then amplified by somebody and became a big thing. And it turned out it probably wasn't a real thing. The one that the I don't one want, that I don't want that's a good example get, of this. Real yeah, quick. Go ahead. I think it came from uh, our guy from uh, part of my take PFT commenter. And he wrote in the athletic font that right. Josh McDaniels right. dressed up as Mark Davis for Halloween. And the reason he got fired is because he's a big Halloween guy. And, and PF Changs was involved, PF right? Changs in mm. the amount of people that just uh, run right. with that story. And like legitimate people texting me. Yeah. Being like, <laughs> I, I don't want to and make a dark Jimmy, turn, but I find it right. That's where I get so, scared for society. So everyone covered that, but no one covered Chandler Jones saying that Josh McDaniels helped kill Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. Why did that story just come and go? I would have liked to I, see a follow up on that. I didn't know that. That's great. I mean, you didn't great. know Chandler Jones was saying like there was some that Josh McDaniels, go see what he did. He was involved. And oh, and Aaron Hernandez didn't kill himself in jail. Someone murdered Aaron Hernandez. You don't remember Chandler uh, Jones uh, saying uh, all that? Uh, yeah. Yes. He was uh, on Instagram exact, a lot. Right. That, right. That. We just, let's go. Who cares yeah, about so, that? Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Obviously, Chandler's going through some stuff. So I don't think we want to give Obviously. too much greens. Um, right. And where's, why is no one helping the guy? That's what I don't know. <laughs> all right. There are. There are people helping him. I'm trying. Um, let me give you two, two little things for me. I'm going to shout some stuff out um 
one, we always do these end of the year awards and awful announcing does it in big lead. And sometimes I wonder if I'm even in the same sports media world as some of these award givers and nominees. And I'm just like, okay. And to my discredit, maybe I, I I'm on a show for three hours every day. I also have a podcast and I also work on the Fox show. So I don't live in like the Lebetard world as much as some of these voters do. So I don't know all those references. Mm. I don't live in some of the other worlds that are out there. Like the gambling sites have all their stuff. I don't, I, I live in the draft world. I think Daniel Jeremiah is so freaking good. And I don't mm. see his name on any of these lists. Mm. I'm a colleague of his. I think he's funny. But Jimmy, this guy in his mock draft before the draft said the Houston Texans are going to draft CJ Stroud with the second overall pick and then trade up with the Arizona Cardinals to get the third overall pick. Take Will Anderson and said it as clear as day. That's exactly what happened. And then on top of that, is a fantastic draft analyst. I know we love Kuiper and McShay and ESPN has the, the lead stuff, but I would just say one of the guys that never gets mentioned, and it's mm. not because I'm patting him on the back, but like the draft is as big as anything in this world, but because it happens in March and April, and we give these awards out in December, we forget just how good he is. So I think that's one thing. My second well, I think the be- problem there is there's just so many people who do mock drafts that it sort of gets watered down. Oh, That's probably what hurts him. He's the him. best at what he does. Dude, I'm not saying he's not. I'm, I'm, he's so I'm head saying- and shoulders above everyone else that it's like right. criminal that like he doesn't get mentioned. So that's just that's one thing because I live in that world. The other one's right. going to be controversial. I don't okay. know what I don't controversial. It's not going to be as bad as the fake NFL reporters. But go ahead. I think Carissa Thompson deserves a lot of kudos for the job that she does hosting two of the most prominent studio shows in the NFL. Sideline reporter drama aside, Carissa corrals that nutball crew on Thursday nights, which is full of personality with Sherman and Whitworth and and our guy Fitz and Tony, who I worked with, who is all over the map and great and amazing in a lot of ways. But Carissa does that and then Three days later, is on with my dumbass and Edelman, and and Woodson and Vic and Terry Bradshaw wandering into the set and Strahan coming on over, and she corrals us. I think Carissa's one of the best hosts, and because of this sideline reporter thing from the like, she just got you know totally discredited. But I'm gonna say as a colleague and as someone who's watched her work for years, one of the best hosts and does it on two different shows. There's only four or five big pregame shows. Mm. She hosts two of them and is great and is well-liked. So I'm not going to get into the journalism side of it as much because I think she took her beating and got everyone got her pound of flesh on that. Um, from the work, Carissa's really good at what she does and never gets mentioned in those conversations. I only have one issue. I, I will check, but I'm 99% sure you did this last year. Did I? I, ru- I rallied yes, the flag. Magic, yes. Two, so you really Damn. like Carissa. Two years in a row. Damn. I just. Can I say one thing? Yes. I felt. Re- I think she's the coolest. I, I'm a huge fan. I thought that was really kind of. I hated that story about the silent reporter. I knew how that must have been really tough on her. Because I, I hate think bringing it, it was, up again because yeah. it only drags it up. I didn't want to yeah. go there. I, was I think it was what she of, does. It was sort of misrepresented by everyone too. I, I think it was overblown in a weird way. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm a big fan as well. It's all right. You, you find out. When you do, when you know, people yeah. reveal themselves. So now, she, now Carissa knows what people think of her and who thinks of what. And you know, you take your list. That's what I would say. It um, is wait, a fascinating. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, let me just say on yeah. Carissa for one second. It is, it, it is a fascinating thing to see when someone messes up, and or mm. you know, you maybe you think that the 
I just think it becomes such a snow. Like, I think it happened with Romo where like everyone decided Romo's not good anymore. So then it became a thing. They're doing it now with Al Michaels. Like now it's like, get on there and say Al Michaels sucks. But I mean, guys been doing this for like five, like, I think so. I think so many people don't even believe what they say it, and they just want to just chime in and sort of just be part of the group. That's what I think. But go ahead. What were yeah. you going to say? I think uh, one media trend that's been existing. I've heard Peter, you've talked about it too, and I'm going to credit Dan Patrick, my former boss, the ensemble cast sports show that Dan openly credited Howard Stern for. You know, brought in characters that are called the Danettes on the Dan Patrick Show. Yeah, yeah. Strong, strong, friendly with Dan. Now McAfee has recreated that. Yeah. The guys are out. McAfee are awesome. And Big Cat and PFT, yep. uh, now they've built, much like Dan, built this beautiful palace in Chicago. And the guys around them are amazing. And I just think this idea of this universe of a sports show to elevate to beyond sports where you want to see the interaction. And there's just so many talented people. And you know, I credit Dan for that trend, but McAfee's awesome. The guys around him are awesome. Big Cat is amazing. Uh, you know, Rich Eisen's done this to some extent. I just there's love this. There's something to this be social said for- feel. And Jimmy, yeah. you'll love this. The show within the show. So everyone yeah. says, I love Stern because of his interviews. And they do. I love Stern because of the drama yep. between mm-hmm. Sal and Richard mm-hmm. and Ronnie. And like yeah. that's the stuff that I love, the office stuff. And Barstool does a really good job of it. Like Portnoy, I don't know him at all. I've never met him. He'll just bring it up. Like, I think this guy might get, you know, this guy's like being lazy at work. And then they'll have like episodes about it. And then Big Cat will bring up, you know, here, Rico Bosco. And like, here's what he did. And he messed up. And this is stuff like the office politics stuff. That's a very Howard Stern thing of like what's going on behind the scenes. And I think when you live and die, uh, not live and die, but when you live and breathe with these shows, like it, it's juicy, it's good. So I do appreciate that ensemble stuff, but that lives beyond the three hours you're on air. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
I need to interrupt for some breaking news. What do you got? This is it's, breaking. Uh, Literally happened within the last 30 minutes. We have a tweet from Josina Anderson uh-huh. to Dove Kleiman. Okay, go on. Quote, if you're going to use a reporter's content in your tweet for your own engagement slash money, please don't bury said reporter's name at the bottom of an extended link that has to be clicked in order to discover who the report actually belongs to. That's not the same form seen on your more recent tweets. It's your timeline, but that's basic courtesy, in my opinion, and the least you could do. Josina Anderson, mm. Anderson to Dove Kleinman. Your thoughts? Uh, Justina's on the ground. She's often in a locker room late on a Sunday at one in the morning. She's doing the work. She just wants to make sure that her work is being represented. I feel it. I get it. And I bet it felt like she was listening. It felt like she was listening in on yeah. this podcast. That's and amazing. Yet, yeah. And yet, I didn't see whatever Do- Justina probably responded. But I, but if Dove had tweeted it out, I probably would have saw it. So it's this, this double-edged sword. You want the Dove I- clicks. I saw it because Andrew Marshan retweeted it and wrote, agree. So now let's see if the pylon comes. It could yeah. be a Dove climbing pylon day. Yeah, but I'm glad we brought up the topic before that tweet. So we, right. it's exactly. known that we didn't steal it. But uh, yeah, <laughs> first of all, yeah, uh, I think Dove, Dove is pretty responsive. I'll bet you he says, I'm sorry, and I'll try and put the name up higher. Right. Uh, and listen, if you guys ever getting a fake a fake Adam Schefter tweet is the worst, by the way. That's my greatest fear. I've walked into the studio at times in the morning and be like, can you believe this story? So and so Jason McCourty, in real time, Jason McCourty just <laughs> sent me one and I said, come on, J-Mac, you're better than that. I, I'm not I, better um, than that. I've gotten four. I, I had it last week where I saw a tweet. I sent it to my buddy Salakata and then realized it was a fake. Had to retext them and be like, this was fake. Thank God he didn't because I didn't put it on. Tw- I, you know, I, I'm careful with Twitter, but I thought it was real. So I texted it to him. It was like yeah. it was and it was. Oh, it was so bad. It was like it was a tweet from some fake account that said Tommy DeVito got in a fight with the Giants social media staff because they wanted him to list his favorite Sopranos episodes. There we go. Um, and I was like, look, this is real. But wait, I want. I, all right. So picking up about the ensemble cast. I will say, I always feel like I'm in a very small minority, like a 1% audience Yeah, that I've always said, like, I love, love Sal and Richard and JD yeah. to death on the Stern show, but I prefer the K-Rock years to the serious years. Me too, of for the reason For the reason you said, he would be fighting with the FCC, fighting yes. with Tom Chisano. That created mm. such amazing, and then within the group with Jackie and Baba Boo, like that well, to there's me, a little bit of a rebel feel to it, which McAfee still has. Yes. And that's why I yes. think McAfee's, McAfee's appealing in a lot of ways because Pat will take on these same ESPN bosses mm. that are paying him, you know, gobs yeah. of money. He'll say, well, you know, I'm probably not supposed to say this, but I'll say it anyway. Yeah, Dan does that too. Dan mm. takes on ESPN. He'll take on a lot of people. A lot of these guys do PFT. To, I mean, right. yeah, I think you're right. You have to have a little bit. Levitard will go against the establishment. Those guys do a lot of it. I think you need a strong lead too, by the way. That's a given. Like you can't just have a group of dudes. And maybe you but can, it also helps. But you need a strong lead. Yeah. It also helps in the case of in the case of Barstool. Yeah. It helps that when you're not affiliated with any leagues. Like mm-hmm. McAfee. I think he's. I think even McAfee probably has to be a little bit careful. Sure. sure. But like Barstool, they don't have to worry about anybody, so they can do what they want. But a lot sure. of these shows, you know, Lebetard is going to be a different show now than when it was at ESPN. Dan is very lucky. Dan, well, he's tied in with NBC a little bit, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Dan is yeah, so maintains he's got, his independence so, to a large degree. Yeah. But there's always if he's affiliated with NBC, he's always going to be a little more careful when it comes to NBC. It's just the way it is. You have Jimmy, to be. Can I tell you something I, that I enjoy? I like um, segments on podcasts now. And I'll tell you, like, mm. they're. Ryan Russillo with his crew, they do that life advice mm. at the end of theirs. I yeah. love awesome. Um, I love that. I love you and Sal. And I know it sounds crazy, but the train of thoughts, and when you and Sal just talk about Sal's search for a house, like it's legitimately mm. like something I really look forward to on a weekly basis. And I appreciate I, I know that. that sounds crazy, but like that stuff yeah. where it's behind the curtain a little bit. Another one. Um, you know, Simmons with cousin Sal on. I was about uh, to say that. It's, it's like comfort parent food. corner. Yeah. It's like comfort food. Like I know oh, what it's I'm amazing. getting. Um, yeah. so there's something to that too. The ongoing like relationship between a couple people, and they have like they pick up stuff, and that's again, it's all credit so, to Howard Stern, right? And I have to sh- if we're gonna go on this road, I have I I ha- how can I not shout out the Mad Dog for what he does on first oh. take with that what I'm mad about segment. You're, I mean, you you like the Mad Dog? I, I didn't know that, Jimmy. It's so I know. funny. Jimmy, yeah, I, think, I keep I think, it hidden. I think you deserve some sort hidden. of commission. The way you tweet about Mad Dog. I love him too. We grew up with him, obviously. But well, I might, cause I don't I don't watch first take because I'm on air also and I guess just whatever. Right. But I see all his stuff via you, which is really right. the amazing nature that we're living in well, this the, ecosystem. The, someone at first take was smart enough to realize he just needs his own segment. Yeah. Where it's it's called what I'm mad about, and he lists three things he's mad about, but it's like all over the place. Like it could be, you know, his gambling loss, and you know, Taylor Swift and all that. Oh, you know, so the, and the gummy just, thing was amazing. The gummy thing was amazing, and the only thing I want people outside of New York to understand is like he, that is not an act. It's not an act in any I, way, shape, or form. You and I discussed it early on when he was going on first take and like people were like upset with his. I'm like, I don't think they don't even get it. Like, right, right. It, uh, even don't. I would text like they don't get yeah. it. I, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it in New York. Like, uh, I think that the morning show that they have Boomer and G, like, I think Sal's really good on radio in New York. Geo's really good on New York. I like Geo's guys. Awesome. Who, yeah. I like, I don't know Geo. These are the things like I have no right. dog in this fight, but like, I love when. When guys, I can't really, and I don't really have that personality. I like when guys shake shit up and yeah. like Russo does it. Sal does it. This Geo in the morning will do it. Like he'll take shots at I mean, when it's so in the weeds, but like a Geo versus Gary Myers fight. Like that, that is nasty. so New York. Yeah. It's so nasty, but like. That is that, was nasty. Yes, that is entertainment in a lot of ways, and it's real, and it's there. No one's they're being authentic, uh, and it's like, people, like it's a nice diversion from uh, the real stuff that matters in the world. Which what I really what is, I like really about what I like about the Boomer and Geo show is, and this is what I've always said I liked about Good Morning Football. I, they don't take sports that seriously. Yeah. That's what I like about it. Yeah, I mean, when you see some of these people, the way they talk about sports, it's like, oh my god, I you gotta relax. I have like, an issue, I brought though. this up. Well, okay. I just want to say I brought this up last week with Martian. Like the people destroying, I mean, destroying John Morosi because he said Shohei Otani was going to sign with the Blue Jays. Okay, so like the dust settles, the smoke clears. Let's evaluate what happened. John Morosi said he was going to sign with the Blue Jays, and he signed with the Dodgers. It's okay. We'll be all right. We'll <laughs> survive. Goes on. And guess what? If yeah. no one reported he signed with the Dodgers, we would find out. Yeah. yeah like, Boomer it's makes, okay. He made Boomer it. consistently makes fun of how I walk, and I have a major issue with that. I walk in in the morning what? at 6 a.m. with Boomer and Gio. We always walk in together. Gio's the greatest. 
Boomer just shreds me every morning. It's hysterical. What's the problem with your walk? I swing my arms like this. I have no idea. I walk funny. Yeah. And you have to, and Peter, you've been around. Like Boomer's an alpha male. The dude's about 6'5 in playing shape right now. And he walks in and he's the kind of the loudest person in the room. And he, so like, I immediately, like, I, I revert to high school. Oh, the high school quarterback's making fun of me when Boomer's here. And he's perfectly nice, by the way. But he's also, it's just like, Boomer's a lot. He is really, like, a big personality in the morning. Gio is, is awesome, too. I'm going to cut that clip of you saying Boomer's a lot, put it on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Boomer and Gio talk about it. I want to give a shot. I'll give you, I want to mention one thing, too. I'm not going to mention cool plays that you do. Yeah. Or angry runs that Kyle does okay. because everyone knows I love you and Kyle. You yeah. and Kyle come on all the time. You guys have open invites. Like what you say about Russo, about me and Russo, I get that about you and Kyle. Everyone you. knows I love you and Kyle. So I want to say that I do love Jason McCourty, the fit list. The list is a great segment. Explain the fit list, the fit is, list great. is Jimmy, why don't you let the listeners know because some people don't so watch Good Morning Football. I read this awful announcing so, in this big lead and I don't see anything from Good Morning Football. And I'm just wondering if anyone is, is in the same ecosystem as me. Go on, Jimmy. Yeah. You're never going to make their list if you keep trashing them. I'm not um, trashing. I just, I, what, we have a great show. Three hours a day, all season long. Will you give us some love? So NFL players, when they get to their stadiums on Sunday mornings, a lot of them are in ridiculous. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that in the positive and negative way ridiculous <laughs> outfits flashy outfits for the, for the listener outfits. at home jimmy is in a hooded sweatshirt right now yeah. go on no one's coming to the stadium just like this so what jason mccourty does on tuesdays is he recreates the looks and calls it the fit list but also breaks down what mm. people are wearing their bags their the colors it's everything tremendous. about it the, he had the leather pants on a couple of weeks ago. It's a really good segment. It's a really funny segment. I really segment appreciate you saying that. I got to say, yeah. you know, I'm sure you would speak the same about Maggie. Like, McCourty is a great, great co-host and mm. is a fantastic sophomore season, like, mm. breakout star. I know Marshand wrote about him and Devin. They're both awesome guys. I watch Jason every every day. I think he's really interesting, too. Like, he's not reading stock answers, doesn't read stats. One of the problems with the ex-player, uh, you know, path in media is you get in there, you make your splash, and then you the second year, like, what are you gonna do? And there's a there's a tendency to go and just read stats and and say, well, you know, when I played, like, I think Jason's unique. So I appreciate you saying that, and I think he would love to hear that also. I ask one more podcast right, question. Go I have a podcast, real yes. quick. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys? What's your take on the celebrity interview in the sense that? Peter, I love like you had Hank Azaria on when uh, yeah. with the Jets and Jimmy, you have a lot of celebrities on and some Dan Patrick when he interviewed, he had Kurt Russell and his son on the son, other day. I and I loved it. Too. That was awesome. Rich Eisen has all these Hollywood stars and it's always really interesting. Do you guys like the non-athlete interview uh, or do you guys think that like the sports shows should just stick to putting the athletes on? They Good absolutely question. should not just stick to putting sports people on. Yeah, absolutely not. No. Yeah, absolutely. My, my number one. I'm, I'm, I'm pissed. Wait, I just want to say one thing. I'm pissed because I saw this morning. I think it was part of my take had Zac Efron and Jeremy Allen White, who are in this movie, The Iron Claw, about the Von Erics. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. You need to put those people like the any sports show that just has sports people. I That's dumb. It's just dumb. My number one most downloaded podcast. Now, obviously, he's an A-list star was. Uh, when I had Paul Rudd on for two hours mm. last year. So like people do love hearing it. Now, I'll be honest, 
you know, the Smartless podcast with the uh, Arnett and Bateman and Sean. Her- like, I- I'll look at the the guests. Like, I'll scam over it if I'm not really into whatever the guest is. I'm not going to click Mark Marin. I listen to a lot. Like, if yeah. the guest isn't someone I care, but about, that's with anybody. Gonna- yeah, yeah. Co- so Conan. Yeah. Conan well, O'Brien, yeah. this that genre as yeah. well. Yeah. So like Conan, like if it's like a comedian that I want to hear, like, but if it's someone I don't, so it does matter. And in the sports world, like I, I, it just sounds, this is going to go crazy. Like I don't have a lot of current players on my podcast mm. by, des- by design. Yeah. And that's a yeah. Colin Coward type deal thing where like, it, they're great to talk. Like if you're a current player, you're going to be guarded by nature. You're probably mm. not going to open. There's very few exceptions. Like a George Kittle talks, a Baker Mayfield talks, a Micah, a, a, you know, those guys, they'll talk and they'll be, you know, Max Crosby's a great guest. They're probably best in post-game interviews or on the studio shows like good morning football. Or that. But like for a long form podcast discussion in season, I would almost much rather have the celebrity who's going to be candid and talk about their yep. fandom than the player who's going to be reading message points and trying to stay away from controversy. Yeah. Peter, you know, you actually interviewed Paul Rudd. I didn't know that Jimmy liked Mad Dog Russo and you know, Paul Rudd. That's fascinating. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Paul Rudd. <laughs> all right. Hey, all right. Hey, you know, where we had lunch the other day. Do you know where we were? Pearl, you'll love this. Clark yeah. Steiner right there on Clark. Oh. Clark and oh, Henry, one of the hello, best. Hello, hello, and invite. I I live near Peter, but the fight you'll love this, Peter. I walk into him the other day. We haven't gotten to this yet, and my yeah. daughter goes to me, "Is that the guy that you were watching on Jeopardy?" And I'm like, "Yes, yes, yes that is," because I made my family sit around and watch Peter Schrager on Jeopardy. That's my highlight of the you year. You were having a heart to heart when I saw. I was trying to get a run in, and you and your daughter were walking around Brooklyn Bridge Park. I didn't want to interrupt. You were like yeah. having a good daddy daughter moment. I could tell. Yeah, yeah. My daughter likes to go on these long walks and have love like it. a. Like the Jimmy Carter Peace Summit talk. I love it. Peter, Camp, Peter couldn't Camp get David, in the way. Baby. Camp yeah. David. Uh, but it, yeah, we got to talk about Jeopardy at some point. That was the best thing that happened this year. We did a whole podcast about it. We did a whole podcast about it. Debbie uh, Gibson, we covered it yeah. all. All right, she let me let me go to show. this because let me go to this. We've talked a lot about the sports, media, sports in general. Give me non-sports, non-sports, what did you enjoy this year? Show, podcast, movie, anything. If you want. I have a list. I, okay. Oh, yes. Go TV ahead. show, The Bear Season 2. Was That's on my list. So right off the epic. bat, you screwed me. And Go ahead. A lot of people. <laughs> we agree. We're, we're friends. We get it. Uh, a lot of people are hesitant on The Bear because they feel like they missed the boat. You didn't. They're half hour episodes. It's only two seasons. Only two seasons. The soundtrack is amazing. Season one is a great season. Season two is incredible. The cameos are amazing. I will go and I will specifically say that I had a near heart attack during the Knives episode. But then the very next episode. No spoilers. Which was Forks is maybe the no greatest. Spoilers. No spoilers. Greatest People thirty minutes. Pissed. Greatest thirty minutes of television you ever see. I walked away crying and just like just uplift and ready to you know crank up some Taylor Swift and go drive around Chicago. <laughs> that was one. Can I give you some yeah. more? Hurry up. I don't have to hurry. I'm take my time. Monday mornings. Puck, where John Orand just left and went. There is a podcast from John Kelly and Peter Hamby, okay, where they, it's called Monday Media Mornings, and they mm-hmm. talk about big picture media, all the different like acquisitions. Uh, the, the podcast called The Powers That Be, but it's all about like, what's Zaslav doing? What's going on at CNN? What's happening? Mm. I find it from a from an NFL insider standpoint to not have my 
10 toes in that world to listen to these guys. John Kelly kind of runs that whole puck organization, which is great. Um, I would suggest Monday mornings there. I still love Simmons and cousin Sal on a Monday. Mm -hmm. I think that is fantastic. Quickly, a couple other. Uh, have you heard of We Might Be Drunk? Have you guys heard of that podcast? It's I think I have, actually. Sam Marill, who's a fantastic comedian. Yeah. I know Shelby. Oh, yeah. You probably know Sam. Sam's a New York comedian. And Mark Normand, they do it once a week. Great. And then I would be fascinated if you guys... Do you guys know who Stavi is? Stavi Baby? Do you know Stavros? No, okay, that's it. Stavi's World. Stavi's World. It's a little blue. It might not be for everyone. No what sports. What is it? He's this comedian that's just... No, I'm saying is it funny. a show, podcast? Podcast, but he goes on okay. and he has other comedians on and it's like, it can go anywhere, but they do the same thing that like Rosillo does. They do like life advice. They have people call in and they go from there. And then last but not least, uh, we mentioned uh, all the sports stuff, but I am a SNL from back in the day, Dana Carvey and David Spade. Now, Dana Carvey is dealing with a horrible tragedy right now. I think they're kind of on hiatus, but David Spade, Dana Carvey interviewing. Oh, yeah, they have that podcast. It's yeah. amazing. Fly on the wall. And it's like yep. everyone from Sandler to Chris Rock to you name it from recent years. Um, those are some of the things that I like to divert my attention from when I'm not thinking about ankle injuries and contract negotiations. It's a great list. For tight ends. It's a great, yeah. Or Taylor right. Swift. Great list. Great list. I like list. Taylor Swift. All I'd right. love to have her on my podcast yeah. if she wants. I'll go real quick. I'm going to just uh, take all the coolness out of this podcast and say the last season of The Crown was awesome. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Olivia Coleman in that or no? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. But uh, the, the, It's over, right? Like it's yeah, just, yeah. it was a series finale. They right? did the season yeah. where Diane died and Dominic West from The Wire is awesome as Prince Charles. Right. Uh, just a couple podcasts. I'm curious if you guys listen to this. Cover three on CBS and uh, the college football podcast is really popular. Canal is the name on there, but everybody, Chip Patterson, uh, but they're great. Uh, GM Shuffle with Lombardi and Femme. You guys happen to listen to that? Mike Lombardi's take. No. If you need takes, that dude, that dude does takes. You might not agree with all of them, but he is not shy about anything. So that's like a weekly listen. You'll listen to these guys. Like they come and they pop up on your pot feed. Like yeah. I'm in. Yeah, Tuesday. I, I want to hear Lombardi because he's okay. got strong opinion, and he's obviously connected to, to the Belichick family, and he knows what he's talking about. Uh, these are friends. Uh, Sam and Steve, I listen to PFF NFL podcast. Pretty popular. It's a uh, PFF, uh, a couple other. Uh, my boss, Spike Eskin, has a Sixers podcast called The Rights to Ricky Sanchez, which is wildly popular. Every team's got a podcast, and there's such a good good set of them out there that I can only give out the Philly ones. Um, and then The Red Scare, I think I mentioned it last year. It is maybe the most controversial podcast out yeah, there. That's with, uh, what's her name? What's the, the what woman from Succession. She's an actor. Succession, actress. yeah. Yeah, so... They just did, for example, they just did a half hour on uh, Henry Kissinger's death. That was the most different thing I'd heard about Henry yeah. Kissinger. They're brilliant. They're funny. They're impolitically correct. And they make people mad, which is an incredible skill. And also, too, it, it's just there's a lot of the same out there. And as Peter said, totally. something different. Uh, so that one stood out to me this year. Jimmy, you guys, what about you? So, you guys are so eclectic. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers 
to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. So you mentioned two of the things I wanted to mention, which was The Bear, season two. And like Peter said, if you have not watched The Bear, don't be intimidated because it's only two seasons and they're a half hour each episode. So you can get through it. Like Pearl said, really The easy. Crown, but like, I didn't watch one episode yet. I, I feel like that's, a, like, yeah. that's 10 yeah. summers. But I will say this about The Bear. No, no phone in your hand. Phone's got to be down. You got to be locked in. Can I admit something? In. I can't watch The Bear. I get too anxious. I get it. I get it. It's, it's high so... anxiety. I know. I know. I, yeah. It's a TV show. It gets it's over. not a it's diversion. A it is. You have to invest. Yeah. Like I know. it's like Curb. I know Curb's coming back. And I then, find it so cringy. I get it. Oh, stop. Grow up. And then <laughs> the, my favorite thing. My favorite thing that I watched this year. You mentioned earlier as well. I have never ever listened to the Smart List podcast, but the six episodes they did on HBO was mm-hmm. by far my favorite thing. It was that cool. I the tour. It was really. I cool. laughed at. I laughed throughout the entire thing. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, Sean Hayes. It, there is. I think there are only six episodes. They're an hour each. It's on HBO Max. And it was sweet too. Like Arnett's kids came and visited, and like they stayed with. Them. Like yeah. it was really good. I just the entire so. The way the podcast on HBO worked is it would be an hour and the first half hour would be them getting ready for that night's pod live podcast taping. And the second half would be the podcast. My favorite thing was the first half hour where it was the three of them bantering and the entire half hour, their entire banter is all about eating and shitting. That was, it was the the greatest thing. Uh, It was so good. And then um, there is a podcast called not today, pal. Okay. The hosts, you will know the names, are Jamie Lynn Sigler and Robert <laughs> Eiler. I love it. Do they talk wow. Sopranos or everything? Both. Both. So, Sopranos mm. and Robert everything. Eiler was, okay, have you ever heard of Are You Garbage? Have you heard of that podcast? I've these heard guys of that, are, yes. These guys are a locomotive right now. It's two comedians. It's mm. called Are You Garbage? And they just talk to other people about their childhood. And you go through the childhood and it's like, did you have a refrigerator in your garage? What was in that refrigerator as a kid? Like, did you go, did what kind of, what was your local supermarket called? And then they determine at the end of the podcast, whether you were your garbage or not, like, are you trash or not? Robert Eiler came on that and was telling life stories about when Sopranos was at its peak and like going yeah. out in New York city. Ooh, and I was captivated. had a lot of issues. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You'll so, like, you would like their pod. You would like okay, their pod. Interesting. Uh, I listened to Imperioli and, uh, Sharipa doing the recaps of the episodes uh, when I rewatched Sopranos yeah. last year, and I thought those were excellent too. Yeah. The other thing I want to mention, it wasn't a show. I, I I mentioned this on the pod recently, but I was very very lucky to see Bill Burr at Madison Square Garden oh. back in November. How oh. was it? I, I can't describe how good it was. I just can't. Like, isn't comedy having a moment right now? Oh yeah. I laughed from 
the minute it started to the minute it ended nonstop. Why does it feel like it's I is it because we need it? Like what why does it feel mm. like stand-up comedy is now like it I watched the Nate Bergazzi special. I'm crying, laughing, and I like I needed it. I'm like, it's so good. I was actually down on stand-up comedy for a little while because it felt like everyone was doing this. Like it felt like every stand-up comedy show was about people getting canceled and it just that yeah. topic got yeah. so yeah. like bill Burr did, i don't think he mentioned the word canceled once in in the two hours he did like like it just like he did a two hours like, two hours it was all i think he was he was on for i think more than an hour and a half wow yeah yeah it was it's, incredible bill Burr, was no incredible. one's ever had and no one has ever had the ability to have a two-way conversation with one person on a podcast like bill burr that doesn't he, himself the monday yeah. morning podcast he's talking to himself he's like oh hello yeah yeah then he has to ask himself it's, a question and it makes that i feel like i'm listening to two people i mean he's a he's a genius so genius. yeah see i and that's my problem like when i watch that is like obviously you want to hear what he has to say and you're trying to laugh and get some but i'm also i'm riveted by the act of doing it Mm. like how he yeah. remembers him in a hotel it, the room and the voices yeah. like yeah like i the process is, is fascinating as well there's a but, whole there's a whole crop of these young comedians in new york right now and in austin and in la yeah. and like i i think there's something brewing i think this is going to be mm. a good decade of like you know and it's black it's white it's woman it's every like i think every like it's comedy is having a moment i think we need it honestly like it's good to laugh yeah. and there's no movies that are funny anymore you're not allowed to put out a funny movie and very few shows are actually funny anymore. It's insane what's happened with movies. It's insane. Yeah. Well, I think I've been to I've been to the movies once since COVID. Not because of like COVID came, so the movie you don't shut have down kids. and you stopped. I've going. been to all of them. Yeah, right. But yeah, but, but, but okay, Barbie, but for yourself, Barbie Oppenheimer though, it's a, the comeback. I think the success no. of those two movies is going to spur a lot of theater movies. Barbie was a comedy. I mean, they're going to try and recreate that. The only movie I saw in the movie theaters was the what was the Jordan one? Um, oh, that was great. Air. Air with Matt Damon with Matt Damon. Air. Yeah, that Can was. I tell the, you my I think my Air experience. So uh, my wife, no, but my wife's best friend got married. Courtney, hello. Uh, this was in April, and we went down to Florida. We just had a new baby girl, so this is the first trip we're having. It's like uh, two months removed from having a baby. It's finally we're away, and she's a bridesmaid in the wedding. And it was uh, in Florida. So I wake up at 9 a.m. And one of the other you know, husbands of one of the bridesmaids texts me. He's like, what do you want to do today? Like, I haven't had this pearl. Like, kids, you don't have days where it's like, what oh, do yeah. you want? He goes, there is a 10 a.m. showing of air at a movie theater that's walkable in this, you know, oh. Fort Lauderdale. Do you want to go? I go, are you serious, bro? That sounds like the greatest day. Can I just ever. interject one thing? I can't do a movie at 10 a.m., but go ahead. Not only did I, I do the movie do at 10 a.m., I got a giant Starbucks, a Trenta-sized iced coffee, and a tub of popcorn and watched air. I swear to God, I walked out of there. I'm like, that's the greatest movie ever. I just had the greatest <laughs> morning of my life. That's, like, I was just pure joy. I'm like, I love this movie. And I'm so glad we brought it up because that should be on my list. I, I double-checked. It was 2023, so air was definitely one of the good. best things I've watched this year by hey, far. Uh, can I get a worse thing? I'm really looking forward to Iron Claw next week. Go ahead. Big, uh, sports documentaries oversaturated and you saw the florida documentary was the beginning of the downturn of the entire industry. i didn't even no watch way. it uh, i gotta tell you i didn't even watch like, it you guys didn't watch it it was the most no. disappointing documentary ever. why would i, I want to watch a documentary one? about urban meyer like, well because really? it's the most fascinating team if you had a, an outside documentary i mean at aaron hernandez at percy i'm, Arbor, not, done. Not, I'm not done with sports documentaries i just think you've got to have the right filmmakers and the right people doing them it can't just and, be anyone you know and and I don't you need to, to, yeah 
doesn't need to be produced by the athlete about the athlete. I'm, I'm kind of, what other know. ones did you want to mention Perloff? Well, no, that was my point. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I kind of like the Johnny Manziel, but they should not have. And Jeter too. Like I thought Jeter was too close to it. You need it outside. I love Marty fish. We talked about it last year, the Marty fish having a breakdown in the cab on the way to play Roger Federer. They're not doing that anymore. Now it's these vanity projects. I think it's a shame right. because with all these streaming services, sports stocks were getting awesome. And now they're getting, sort of uh sort of watered down by the producing being from people like you know the athlete himself should not produce his own documentaries yeah i watched the johnny manzel one i thought it was awful and i didn't watch the florida one so i, florida I can't really yeah. Yeah. i didn't see the kelsey one i didn't see the barry sanders one and they're produced by NFL films so i should probably see yeah them. I, yes. heard, I heard barry is good but i very widely one. viewed and like it seems like everyone likes him but you know same thing like it's just it's just a lot of content I'm amazed that you guys watch all that you watch with your hours. You're both on in the mornings that, you know, you got games at night. I don't know how you squeeze all this stuff in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The games that, by the way, I just switched to a morning show, Peter, we have to have an offline meeting. How you done it for this long. You did it. You did it with Dan. No, but we were 9 a.m. Eastern. This is 6 a.m. He's on at 6. Oh, yeah. 6 a.m. I'm on 6 a.m. So it's a different animal. So but you're downtown, you're, downtown Manhattan is where it is. Yeah, Tribeca. Okay, uh, so what? At that hour, the commute, you take a car, you, you're ten minutes. minutes away. Yeah, so it's not. It, All right, let's end the. Yeah, go ahead. I would say it's halftime. Halftime of Ravens Chargers, and you're looking at an alarm oh, that sets yeah. off in the five islands, hours, Jimmy. The eyelids get heavy. Oh yeah, I know the story, dude. All right, let's end with this. Give me your Super Bowl prediction. And final score. I, for the record, will say that this week I put a twenty dollar bet down at plus thirteen hundred on a Bills Niners Super. Bowl. Yeah, good one. Go, Peter. You go first. Real quick. Is there any closing? way that it's not going to be the Niners? Let's start yeah. with that. Is there any way it's not going to be the Niners? No, it has to. Unless, unless like McCaffrey and Purdy get hurt, like to take out Jimmy, injuries. Jimmy, as you know, I've predicted the correct Super Bowl winner. I know. I know five years, five years in a row. Nice. I'm on a I television know. show, so it's there. I pin my tweet every year. I currently, as we head towards this stretch run, and I'm sure this is airing probably a week from where we're, we're recording this. Yep. I currently am looking at a Kansas City Chiefs remaining schedule of the Raiders. They have not played that game yet on Christmas Day. The Chargers and I think the Chiefs and oh, the Bengals in between. And I think the Ravens and the Dolphins could start plucking each other off. I think there's still a chance that it's the Arrowhead Invitational for the sixth straight year. I picked Chiefs over Niners back in September mm. before the season. I will not budge. I am not giving up on Reed and Mahomes. As great as all these other teams look in the AFC, when rubber hits the road, Patrick Mahomes has never proven me wrong. I am going with Chiefs over 49ers in the Super Bowl. Uh, so that's is that what that's what you predicted before yes. the season? Yes, and I had uh, Christian McCaffrey I mean, as my MVP before the season. Pat on the back. You said that on this podcast. We had a whole conversation yeah. about that. Uh, uh, I wish. Well, you if, I, if I'm going to do this, yeah, my preseason yeah. pick. I'm going to stick with my preseason pick. Then it's going to be Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC. Okay. And of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers in the AFC, because some idiot watched preseason too closely and thought Kenny Pickett could sling it. Mm -hmm. And they were seven and four with two games against two and 10 teams. They were headed to the number one seed. God, did I get burned by that? But I go, if you gave me Mulligan, I'd go Niners, Ravens, kind okay. of a hopeful one because I want to we'll see. see it. Yeah, I mean, listen, obviously. Retroactively, you know, we saw it Monday night. Um, 
Yeah, really I like that we we have three different AFC teams yeah. in there. Real quick, Jimmy, can we just do quick shout outs as the Go year ahead. is over? Go people ahead. that we thought kicked yeah. ass. Mike Tarico kicks ass. You never talk uh, about him on your podcast. I think Tarico's fantastic. He was you know, on two weeks ago. You know, I talk about generally. Everyone gives uh, Iron Eagle the love, and we get Joe Buck the love, and I love those guys. Those are like brothers to me. I want to throw Tarico in the conversation. I want to give my colleagues, Jamie, Jason, and Kyle, much love. Good Morning Football is as good as it's ever mm -hmm. been, and we like doing the show every day and they're just bringing it jamie's about 25 weeks pregnant she's <laughs> hauling her ass in from jersey every day and she's kicking ass and i want to give my fox nfl kickoff people edelman vic carissa woodson and our producer jeremy manel some love so that is that is edelman's name. great edelman yeah. should be a is big media star as far as i'm concerned he's he really came on the pod before the season he was great his po he's very amusing on his podcast uh, I think he's a good he guy a big too. Player in we hung out media. a lot off camera. Uh, yeah. Humble brag, uh, but he's yeah. a really good guy. Gronk's a really good guy too. Like these are good guys. Um, and I'll say it: there's not a lot of Jewish football players. Julian Edelman's one of them, and it's a very uh, politically driven time right now. Mm. And Julian Edelman is very proud to be a Jewish American mm. and speaks about it openly and says, if I can inspire any Jewish kid to be proud to be a Jewish person, uh, that, that means a lot. And I think that goes a long way and isn't mm. discussed ever, but, uh, I respect it. And Julian, uh, wears it and lives it and breathes it and much respect to him. Yeah. Patriots hall of famer, Andre Tippett converted too. I want to point that Saw out. That. Saw that. I mean, we're doing shout outs. Okay. Well, like I, yeah. Like Rod, like Rod Carew. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, much. Sandler. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. I only oh, know that because of the Sandler. Yeah. OJ Simpson, not a Jew. Not <laughs> <laughs> We're doing shout outs. Okay. Well, can I just do you know do a that, Wait, I'm just, since you said that, I, I just Do you know that OJ Simpson is, do you know that OJ Simpson is on a podcast like regularly? Does he do it with Mace and Cameron and those guys? That yeah. podcast is awesome. I don't listen to the podcast. The clips are amazing. When they read, yeah. They read Cameron's yeah, direct yeah. message to Nia Long. Like that's epic shit. That's why I like where we I are. Can't, I can't. I can't support a podcast that's going to have OJ Simpson. On, no, I, so get I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I don't. I mean, I'm not can't a subscriber, but I saw that clip and laughed. Uh, oh, reduce. Well, can I shout DP DP show Paulie Seaton, Fritzy and Marvin still top of the game. Rich Eisen, Chris Brockman, my guys, Big Cat, the only person who says nice things about me in the big time national media, and Maggie Gray is amazing. Your friend Jimmy. Peter, you got to come down to our studio one day after your show and hang out. You'd like Send us. me a car service and get me some carbone afterwards, and maybe I'll consider it. No, I'm kidding. Yes, of course I'll come. <laughs> Are you represented by uh, DeVito's agent? Is that my man Scalato? Yeah, and all my new friends, because I'm right next to FAN. You got Jimmy, you would love it. Your buddy Salicata, uh, Boomer is awesome. Geo's awesome. Tiki Barber's awesome. Brandon Tierney's awesome. Uh, and the CBS Sports Radio crew is unbelievable. And a lot of cool people are my boss, Spike Eskin, <laughs> because if I didn't do that, and my other boss, Chris Olivero, and my mom, and uh, my cousin, oh my God. and uh, no. I, I know we were doing shout-outs. I, I was going to say, if Shelby knew this was coming, I'd have him play the Oscars music and have you But I don't know. The thing is, I'm panicking. Who did I leave out? I didn't don't know. Don't worry I didn't about leaving out. Yeah, well, 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 I'll show you. Here, I'll show you how to do this. Watch this. I'm not giving any shout-outs. There you go. That's all. That's there it. There you go. My shout-outs are for the people who listen to this podcast yeah. and the people who come on. Can I, I tell you what that. I appreciate, no Jimmy? Shots. I appreciate your podcast. It comes up once a week. Yeah. I always listen to it. I also like... Uh, uh, we don't have to kiss my ass. No, no, no. I like, like Marchand and, Or uh, and Orand. I hope they keep doing theirs. I'm a sports media wonk. I love that stuff. Uh, so here's to those guys. I'm hoping you really should have a media podcast. You have opinions on everything. I do. I do. Maybe. Maybe in the future. That's Can you have doing. a media podcast, though, if you're on Fox and NFL? I'm, genuinely, I'm generally pretty 
positive. You know what it is? Um, Martin Short, the late Charles Grodin, those guys were known as being great late night guests. Like Johnny mm. Carson would have. I go on Simmons. I go on with Trina. I go on with Coward. I go on with the part of my take guys. I like fancying myself as a great guest. I don't mm. need to be a host. You're a good guest. You're a good I enjoy guest. coming You're on and uh, I like playing yeah. that role. So I'll be, I'll, I'll roll with Charles Grodin if that, that makes uh-huh. any sense. Or like, yeah. Albert no, no, you bet. Charles Grodin is boring. Martin I, Short is the one. Albert Brooks. But Ian Eagle, Ian Eagle told me he's my Martin Short. So you're going to have to. Okay. Uh, I, I love, I love Ian. I'm happy for him. Did you guys see the Albert Brooks documentary? I did. Recently? I yeah, did. I like loved it. the ultimate guest. Yeah, no, Peter, you're always. I'll listen to you anyway. Jimmy, your your podcast is awesome. Your Twitter oh, feed stop, stop, stop. is my favorite too. Do though, we have because, a Dove Kleinman uh, appreciation? Yeah. I'd like to thank Dove for all his work and, and Ari, my work. He's, uh, Dove's, yeah. Dove's trying to get the knife from Josina Anderson out of his back right but, now. We got to P- Peter. Is I there anyone to sign offense? Peter, is there anyone more honest than Jimmy on Twitter? Though he can't not be himself. Like it's. I think Marchand is pretty honest too. <laughs> Andrew don't give a shit either. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I, I'm not as honest yeah, as you are, Jimmy. I appreciate that because people have been asking you to be something else for a long time, and you've refused, and it and it has worked out. I would like to be more honest, but who wants Jimmy, to deal I, with all the aggravation? That, like maybe it's like I live a, in a different ecosystem. Like I sometimes I see not the list or anything, but like I, I you know. I don't know all the stuff that other people are watching as far as like, I'm not up at you know at certain hours. And I, so I just know what I know and what I like. And I just hope I can offer a little commentary on what I do know. You know, no, you know, you're, you're great. That's why you have an open invite. You guys come on anytime. And uh, this was fun as always. It's the, we think fourth annual, but maybe third, but probably third. fourth annual end of year. We got PJ Clark's next summer guys. We'll do that one too. Yes. Come on, we're always SI like, we're always like, let's hang out in three weeks, and then we see each other four and a half months later. What is yeah. going on there? That's all right. You guys, you guys work at six a.m. That's why. All right, <laughs> I got to wrap it up. Schrager, Good Morning Football, Fox on Sundays at eleven a.m. What's the name of your podcast? The Season with Peter Schrager. The I'm really proud season. of it. I love it. Um, yeah. Dude. All right, that's it. I'm giving you a plug. Perloff, Maggie, and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. You yep. only have one gig. Usually, people have more than one gig in this business. No, I got, I got one, one gig. gig. Uh, yeah, you can get us right. obviously podcast and our CBS Sports Radio YouTube is a wonderful experience because nice. I'm more yeah, about yeah. it's the handsomeness more than yeah. the voice. Jimmy, let's get Salakata a house before the end of the year. What do you say? Well, I'm nervous about Sal. Go fund me, Paige. Let's go. People can hear about Sal's house in the previous episode of the oh podcast. Oh my gosh, he'll he's be renting. He's got a mortgage. He's renting his All own right. house. This sounds like hell, like hell, but I love it. All right. Happy New Year. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. All right. Take care. Thanks. All right. My many, many thanks to Peter Schrager and Andrew Perloff. They are tremendous, great friends, and very entertaining podcast guests. Can't thank them enough for doing this yet again. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you are not a subscriber to SI Media with Jimmy Trainer, hit the subscribe button and check out recent episodes. Last week was an all Trainer Thoughts mailbag edition with Sal Licata, so give that a listen. AEW wrestler MJF was on the pod recently, as well as WWE wrestler Seth Rollins, Andrew Marchand, Booger McFarlane, Mike Tirico, all recent guests on SI Media with Jimmy Trainer. So listen to those pods, and again, please subscribe. All right. Happy New Year. Hope you guys have a great, healthy, safe 2024. And we'll see you next week. Stay safe and take care.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 